The Lockdown Letters with Helen Ashtray and Eileen Plaismat. Part 6. Hello, Helen. I'm really beginning to get to grips with the internet and this iPad, I think it's called. It's really quite amazing. I clicked on the link that you sent and I'm very impressed. I think it's a wonderful song for vegetables. I had no idea who Lady Gaga is, so I've looked her up on the internet. Well, she has a wonderful voice, but a very peculiar taste in clothing. I wasn't sure if I could see the connection between her and your song. Does she only use three chords as well? I was quite surprised to discover that Peter is quite a fan of hers. Apparently, he likes to exercise to her music. It gets him going. This prompted me to remind him about your bits and bobs holder. He was rather coy about the whole thing. I get the impression that he wants to hang on to it. He said it was still in the testing process and he didn't want to rush things and he was still tweaking the edges. I relayed your story to him about Tony and the Crotch Society. He was very impressed with your observation skills and said you should make a note of the details in a notebook. He said you should try to investigate what was making his bag so bulky too. I'm discovering that Peter is quite suspicious of things. Incidentally, he's very interested in the Crotch Society and he wondered if you might be able to send him details. I think he would like to join. He's spending more and more time here recently. He said that he wants to keep a closer eye on Janet, but I'm beginning to wonder if that is his only motivation. It's hard to tell what he's really thinking from a distance. His friend sent his drone up. We haven't found out anything more about Janet's secret husband, but some of the things we've seen in the neighbouring gardens, quite shocking. It's funny that you should mention toilet rolls in your email. Toileting seems to be the topic of the week. I shared a very peculiar conversation with Peter and Janet on Wednesday. Social distancing, of course, which isn't easy. Janet was speaking through the fence and Peter and I were in my garden, like a triangle. Anyway, Peter was commenting that he isn't as regular as he used to be. In fact, he's only going every other day. He was wondering if this was somehow connected to the lockdown. He claims that his diet hasn't changed. Although I happen to know that he has eaten far more tinned pilchards than usual because he told me that himself only a few days ago. Janet, on the other hand, has been suffering from the opposite problem and apparently has very loose stools, which isn't normal. Well, Janet ordered a special chart with pictures which can help you identify what type you are passing. Apparently, there are seven different types and it's called the Bristol Stool Chart. I suppose someone in Bristol must have invented it. Anyway, she produced this chart and we had quite an interesting time trying to decide what type we all were. I concluded that I'm usually a type 3, not too hard and not too soft with a little cracking. I'm fairly consistent in that department. And Peter thinks he is currently a type 1. I think from memory that was described as being like hard nuts. He's usually closer to a four and Janet is at the opposite end of the scale. She's currently on a watery type seven but is working her way back to a four. 
It was only later that it occurred to me that we were discussing this very loudly as we were so far away from each other, so now the whole street must know about our toilet habits. Anyway, I've attached a copy of the chart so you and Tony can decide where you currently sit. It's wonderful being able to include things like this in an email and so easy too. Peter raised the topic about toilet paper and said that was one blessing of his current situation, that at least he wasn't using very much. Then Janet revealed that she hardly uses any, as she has a fancy toilet that she had specially ordered in from Japan. It warms the seat, washes and dries you, and even plays a tune whilst you go. It also opens and closes the lid and sanitises the seat in the pan once you've been, so you never have to clean the toilet again. She's invited us to try it out once the lockdown is over, so that's something to look forward to. Well, of course, that reminded me of your recent toilet roll drama. I hope you don't mind me saying, but using 23 toilet rolls in just three weeks seems an extraordinarily high amount to me. Are you absolutely sure that you use that many? There are only two of you living in that house, isn't there? That's more than seven a week. I have to admit, I did run a little short myself a few days ago. But I remembered that my nan always used to have square pieces of paper hanging on a string. I have quite vivid memories of trying to use some very slippery paper on one occasion, which wasn't very successful. But on the whole, it worked quite well, so I made myself a standby supply just in case. So perhaps you could consider doing that as well. It's worth remembering that you need to choose paper that is going to flush and has a level of absorbency. Wrapping paper generally isn't very good, but most newspapers are. You do get a bit of newspaper print coming off, but apart from that, it's absolutely fine and quite a good way to recycle. Well, I must go, but two last things. Unbelievably, Peter sold the budge's head on eBay for £50. Honestly, the things that people will buy, it astonishes me. He's now full of renewed enthusiasm and is currently working on a cow. Apparently, this poor creature died of old age and is a rare breed, so the owner is quite keen to preserve it. And finally, I discovered an old tin of corned beef from 1982 at the back of my cupboard. It was in perfect condition, so I've enjoyed it in a few sandwiches with pickle. Bye for now. Love, Eileen. Dear Eileen, thanks for your email. You're really getting the hang of it now, aren't you? I'm glad you like my song, thank you. I think Lady Gaga uses more than three chords most of the time, but I still feel that nuances of her artistic influence can be heard in my tomato song. I'm trying to learn another chord now so that I can make my next creation more anthemic. I'd like to try to write something a bit like Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen. What do you think? I'm glad I went to the effort of creating a personal song for my tomatoes and courgettes, as they do seem to like it. They've started shooting up. Tony jokingly said that this is because they're trying to get away from my awful singing, but I know this isn't true as I've had great compliments about my voice in the past. In fact, at the carol concert last Christmas, the vicar told me my voice was majestically cacophonous, which was lovely of him. 
I am a bit concerned to hear that when Peter exercises to Lady Gaga's songs, it gets him going. What sort of exercises is he doing? I'm also disappointed he's still testing out the bits and bobs holder. Tony and I have been looking forward to seeing it. However, I do understand that inventors need time to perfect their creations, so I am sure it will be well worth the wait. Do keep me updated. I don't think Peter will be able to join our local crotch, simply because it is just for us locals here. Couldn't Marvellous Marion get him involved in something at your end? Do tell him, though, that I will be keeping a close eye on Tony's bag in future to try to find out why it is bulging so much. It's funny that you said he sold his taxidermy budgie on eBay because the awful woman across the road has just this week started displaying a very dodgy-looking stuffed bird on her living room windowsill. I saw her casting it some admiring looks from her armchair in the front garden and bragging about it to one of the neighbours. You don't think she bought Peter's budgie, do you? Oh, and thanks so much for sending the Bristol stool chart. It's fascinating. It is funny that it is named after Bristol. I can think of several other towns in this country which would be more fittingly associated with poo. I'm going to print it off and put it on the back of the bathroom door so that when we eventually have visitors again, they will be able to be more informed about their own particular stools. I have to say, I can't find one on there that exactly matches mine, which is a shame. I might study mine more closely over the next week and perhaps write to the scientist who composed the chart if it looks like they've missed one out. I like that there are seven types, one for each day of the week. A bit like the sock sets you get at Christmas. Janet's toilet sounds fabulous. Wouldn't that be lovely to have a loo that played music? As it is, whenever Tony goes to do his business in the morning, I have to crank up Radio 2 to drown out some of the strange noises he makes. It would save me a job if the toilet did it for me. You are right about our usage of toilet roll. We are quite liberal with it. Before the lockdown, I made a point of visiting public toilets at least twice a day to save on toilet paper, as it can get so expensive. Waitrose has the nicest toilets. They're lovely. When I did my legs, bums and tums class at the leisure centre, I would be sure to nip in both before and after the class you can't be too careful when you're stretching bits of you that don't normally get stretched. Their toilets aren't nearly as nice as Waitrose, though. Now that there are no public toilets open and all the toilet paper I use is my own, I really should limit my consumption and I will now ration myself to a quarter of a roll a day. Oh, talking of Waitrose, Tony has been barred from our local one, He'd been constantly complaining that other shoppers were getting too close to him in the store and not sticking to the two-metre distancing requirements. He told me he was going to take a two-metre-long bamboo cane from the garden next time he went shopping so that he could remind others of the distance and let them know when they were getting too close. At first, I thought this was a good idea. 
What he didn't tell me was that he had sharpened the end of it so that he could prod anyone who came close to him to remind them to keep away. Needless to say, after several shoppers complained that he had poked them in the shoulder, the manager of the store ordered him to leave immediately. He was completely miserable for the rest of the day after that. Anyway, must fly, Minky is meowing at my feet for her dinner. Love, Helen. That was part six of the Lockdown Letters, produced by me, Johnny Octave, sitting in the garden playing with a ball.